Introducing Pastor Taiwu Utukoro, <laughs> the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Pastor Taiwu Udukoya is an expert on leadership and relationship issues and a firm believer in the potential of his country. That is why he has established and actively invested in various initiatives with a view to enhancing the nation morally, educationally, economically, and politically. With a degree in petroleum engineering, he worked for 12 years with the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, NNPC, until his voluntary retirement in 1994 to concentrate on the ministry God has committed to him. From its humble beginning in 1992, the church he founded and presides over has become a network of ministries within Nigeria and abroad. He is an accomplished author, a mentor, an encourager, and a pastor of pastors. Please welcome Pastor ah. Taiwu Udukoya. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Father, thank you for utterance. Thank you for perfection. Thank you for your blessings. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Romans in chapter 8. It's a good place to start. I'll read just a few verses. I'll stop. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. In the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not work according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit 
the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. They can't. But you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead. Because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life or quicken, as it were, to your mortal physical bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not to the flesh. We are debtors, not to the flesh. To live according to the flesh, no. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit (laughs) that we, we are the children of God. And if children, then we are heirs. Hears of God and joint hears with Christ. If indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified with Him. I would like to continue, but let me jump to verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, 
may deliver them up for us all. How shall he not with him so freely give us some things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us? Who? Who? From the love of Christ shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword, as it is written. For your sake we are killed all day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, Paul says in King James, nay, in all these things. Help me, church. We are what? Let me start from there. What does the devil have? What tool does he have in Asla that is effective enough to cut you off? I'm talking of a covenant child of God today. So let me announce my topic. You are a child of God. Hyphen. Enter your rest. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. You know, the thing about this chapter is this. Praise the Lord. You see, this chapter opens with, there is therefore now no condemnation. To those who are in Christ Jesus. Can't you see that that's a separation already? That itself is a sanctification. It has separated you from a system. And the interesting thing about it is its effectiveness begins. Why the now, the moment of a revelation? (laughs) Who? Those who are in Christ Jesus. I don't want to belabor that. We've talked about that a lot of times in the Bible class, uh, in the Bible, sorry, in believers class. So who are these ones who are in Christ Jesus? Come on, just tell me. Exactly. See, a lot of people don't even know who are those that the Bible refers to here in Christ Jesus. Those who are in Christ, who are they? Yeah. Can you see your hesitance? Can you see your lack of confidence? That's why we don't see results. We are not sure. Those who are born again. So the question is this. If you are born again, you should not hesitate. You should know I'm talking about you. And the Bible is talking about you. So we talk of belief. How can you believe when you don't even know? 
you are afraid to be called your name. That's the challenge with the body of Christ. It's not that they didn't give their lives, but they don't know what they've done. They don't even know what they have. You know, I know what I realized. Since last year, from the open doors, God began to show me things. And I will see that to all the churches there, is this is how you started. What happened to you? To all the churches. And from there, some things hit me. Say, why don't you return to your first love? To some churches. And I realized that the, the basis of most of their problems is insensitivity to their lovers. Do you know that in my marriage, the more insensitive I become towards my wife, the more the marriage dies? It will be because she doesn't love me. Oh, I really don't love her. But I just started along the line because it's a natural thing. When you are used to something, you begin to take it for granted. So I began to take our relationship, our romantic life, our commitment to each other. Uh, somewhere along the line, I began to take it for granted. Little by little, little by little. Until suddenly, it's like, I don't care anymore. Or she doesn't care anymore. It's not that one big thing just happened somewhere. Insensitivity, lack of commitment. Taking each other for granted. I realized that the problem of all the churches in Revelation began there with Jesus. And if you go back and study, you know, you come and say one specific thing that you've done, one specific thing. But they didn't all start that way, they got there somewhere, sometime. And the same thing with individuals. Novelty is always choicey. It's always preferred. But the thing is, after that very time, it's no more new. It starts to be still. A new one will be, hey! Sit, enjoy it for one day, two days, one week. That's human nature. You will observe that the whole of this scripture is talking to Christians. And you will see when he begins to talk, when, when he refers to the non-Christian. Very, very clear. Very, very clear. In verse 9, it says, But you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. That's unbeliever. You find the same thing in Jesus' teaching, John 15. What he was saying there was not particularly to non-covenant people. He was talking in covenant parlance to covenant people. And when he says, any branch that is not in me is cut off, that's unbeliever. So the bulk of it is for believers. You see, no, there were no believers then. He was talking to, I mean, about the life of believers. 
So those who are in Christ Jesus, those who are believers, they are never condemned. Why? Go to, go to 15 quickly. 15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of, of bondage again to fear, but to receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And the spirit said, bears witness that you, I, we are children of God. So, back to one. These are the people he's talking to. You and I, no condemnation. Why? Because the devil will use it against you. He will do anything to disturb one particular thing I want to stress to this morning. I'm going there. He said, what? That you are a child of God. He will fight it to the last. And if you can get that, he got you. That you are a child of God. Let me just quickly put some scriptures here to make it easy for me. Romans 8, 15, and 16. Write it down. Copy it. Put it on your phone. Look at it. Read it every day. Sleep with it. Wake up with it. Romans 8, 15, and 16. Quick. And then let me put Galatians 4, 1 to 6. Shall we read together? Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, does not differ from all. Wait, 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 wait. You are a child of God. But if you remain a baby, you are not better than a slave. Do you have everything? So the question is, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of How come? I think I'm going to see one of the reasons. Let's go on quickly. I just want to read through actually. But his under guardians are stewards until the time appointed by the Father. Even so, okay. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. Oh. Not children of God. That is, if you mean a baby, that's what it means here. We are children of God, right? Well, but when a child of God remains a baby, you see, you are still subjected to being enslaved by the elements of this world. I'm born again. Yes! The born again that has no knowledge is a baby. And what, 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 what surprises one is that they always think they know more than everybody. Remember when Mr. Tabi said it? He said, Pastor Tyro, you know the problem? I said, you know what this has been doing to me? It's been coming to, it's like we're having an advanced special course of the foundation series. He said, Pastor Tyro, but that's what's needed today. He said, you see, the truth is that most of the people who we have in church today as Christians, they came in, yes, they gave their lives, and they just do what we do. They have no clue as to why they do what they do. And they don't take time to ever know. And nobody teaches them anymore. And what makes it worse is that they think they know. Let's go on. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. Good, 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 good. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son. Come on, everybody read with me. When the fullness of time has come, God did what? Born of a woman. Born under the law. Go ahead. To redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive what? Come on, help me. That we might receive what? I can That we might receive what? Verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth what? Help me read. Come on. What has he sent into you and I? And what does that spirit do? 
Hey, whether it's in age 15, 16, or in Galatians 4, 5, 6, when that spirit comes, he cries out, I'm a child of God. I'll tell you why in a minute. You see why this belief thing seems to be a struggle. I am confident that out of this conference, though concluding today, although we are not concluded because we've been talking blood and covenant since last year, what conference does is that it allows me to bring others to come and say the same thing. Come and talk, rather, without me talking to them. So that you can hear from them. And they come in their dimensions. So it opens us a little wider and gets us to concentrate more on what God is telling us to do. This is our theme. It's not theirs. They see what they've done out of it. Every year, that's what we do. I give them the theme for the year. And so when they finish from here, they'll go back and say, I'm going to write a book on that thing which I preach in your church. I say, please go ahead. The revelation is born. Did you read it verse 7? Put verse 7 there. Quick, 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 quick. Yes. Therefore, come on, you know what? See, I'm no longer a slave. But what? I'm a son. And if I'm a son, we're back to the same thing. Can you see Paul repeating himself again? That was, his, that was his conviction. That was what he knew. That was what he lived by. No wonder his life was different. Somebody's life is beginning to be different from today. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, give me Galatians 3, 26, 27. Quick, 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 quick. All I've come to tell you is that you are a child of God. But if you are not born again, you are not. See, 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 see. If you are not born again, you are, in general terms, a child of God. But you know that you are not a child of God. I will explain that in a minute. And that's why if you are not born again here today, don't go out. I beg you in the name of Jesus. This is one great opportunity God is giving you to get it right with God. Philip 26, are we all together? For you? Through what? Faith in Christ Jesus. Who is he talking to? The Christians in the Galatian church. 27. Quick, 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 quick. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have what? Hey, you have what? You have what? You have what? So that you can understand when Paul himself will say that you are complete in him. In him, you have put on Christ. We were in Badagri some years back. And we had, I started, I went with my friend Sam Adiemi and Zachary Bonnet, Bishop Bonnet. And then I preached, he preached, he preached. Then the last day I was coming to close it. But that last day I just was so hesitant. But I knew I had to. Oh, the devil fought. They brought rain, rain for a. The space we were going to use was like this kind of, the water was like this. I will never forget. At that time, all the Ibo boys selling spare parts, they would come out in their bicycle, they say, power, don't jump power. And they would run. And it was fun for them. We had gone to tell the Oba. 
he came out. Right? By three o'clock, four o'clock, this. They got a pump. They were pumping out water to the road from the place we use. When it was around 40 or so, the sun appeared. But they kept on pumping. By the time they pumped a place, they went to the sawmills. They started bringing tippers of sawdust. They were spreading. As soon as we finish spreading, get the, get, get the first person whose people came, the king, they brought his seti. They carried the seti. Put it on the sawdust where he will sit down. Ah. You know what I said? If you don't believe who you are, the unbelievers can see. Even the devils can see. You had better begin to do yourself a good thing and a good, great favor of believing who God has made you. By the time we got him preaching, hey, she didn't jump in. I could not jump. I tried. Hey, I tried. And the devil told me, say, I was talking. It lackluster. <laughs> I tried, I tried, I tried. All my people were like, hey, they were praying, Pastor. I tried, I was just talking. I, inside of me. But, yeah, I was struggling. And the devil was whispering, say. But he reminded me. Just when we got into Badagri, the spirit came into the car. Boom! And he said something I don't know, but I replied. That's I put on Jesus like a garment. And the captain reminded me that on that stage. By the time we got through, I raised a song. You can, remember, you, you can imagine you're trying to finish a service and you're trying to finish, you know, in it with a high. They didn't know the song. A father went, shoo. I said, ah, ah. Now they were looking. The old bag was sitting and all his, you are what? Then I said, fine. I just told you the source of our power. Now, God, in the name of... I didn't have that kind of shout. But I said, now, God, in the name of Jesus. Before I put my hand down, the commotion. People were running. They were running. Women were running to the street. Our ushers followed. They ran and they were catching them, bringing them back. And when they were bringing them back, they would just collapse. They were running everywhere. They were They scattered. Commotion took place. At the end, God did wonders. When we were leaving, we drove past the palace to say thank you. He said we saw. He said we saw. We saw the secret of the troublemakers. You reveal their secret. You feel. He was talking to us. We were just looking. Hear me, God. You are a child of God. That's what I've come to tell you. Oh, I feel the fire. I feel the fire. <laughs> That's what I've come to say this morning. First John 3, 1 and 2. Quick, 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 quick. Behold, shall we together, everybody? The Father has bestowed upon Tyro that we should be called what? Therefore, because, verse 2, beloved, 
Now, 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 we are what? And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like, for he shall Glory be to God in the highest. I can continue, but let me stop. I can take you to scripture upon scripture, upon scripture, upon scripture, upon scripture. We are all poor. After talking to King, we see a person, you are a child of God. Hello? John 1, 12. The Bible said, to as many as what? Receiving. He has given what? He has given what? Power. That what? That they what? <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Well, in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1, 2, 3. Quick, 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 let me read. Yeah. Shall we? Therefore, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. For we who? Come on, help me. For we who? What happens to us? That's what I'm saying. I want you to... See, if you don't know what to believe, how do you believe? You've read this word over and over. You're a child of God. You're a child of God. But you think it's meritorious. And because you don't know the importance of it, you've not been able to exercise your faith there. But what I'm doing today in the name of Jesus is to let you see this is the crux of the matter. And all you need to do, release your faith. You'll be dazed that by yourself, with him alone, things will begin to unfold. Amen. Amen. Now, look at it. You see, there remained there for what? A promise. What does that tell you? That means that as because we're a covenant child of God, there is always a provision for rest. You say, What do you mean? A promise that's an allusion to covenant. Come on, Ephesians chapter 2. He said, You are no more a stranger to the covenant of promise. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. He has obtained what? A better covenant based on what? Better promises. Come on, you are too quiet for me now. Did you hear, Pastor Nomti, try to analyze the, 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 the constituents of, of a covenant? He said, a covenant is based on a promise. Hello? So what do you mean? What do you understand by that in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1? He said, as a covenant child of God, there is always, look, look, look. I have been struggling. There is a door wide open. I can step into my rest at any time over any issue. I'm a covenant child of God. Please listen to me. And what makes it interesting for me is that because God will always keep inside of the covenant, he will always orchestrate situations in my way to be able to partake of the covenant which I belong to. He always does it. Is somebody hearing me? Let me go back to what in scripture. I'll still come back. Let me read a little bit more. Remains entering into Israel. Let's any of you seem come, come short of it. Verse two, verse two, verse two, verse two, verse two, verse two. For indeed the gospel was preached to them as well as to them. I mean, to us, but the word 
which they had did not profit them. Why? He did not mix with what? Faith. In those who heard it. Next one, next one, next one. For we who have what? Believed. Uh-huh. Do enter. Watch it. We do enter. We do enter. We do enter. Somebody can enter rest in the area of that provocation today. You can enter rest in the area of that sickness today. You can enter rest in the area of that lack today. You can enter rest in the area of that barrenness today. There is always a provision for your rest. That's what covenant means. Covenant means that you are not doing it by yourself or yourself with your power. You are in it with him. I'm saying this because I know that in this service, some things will be overturned in the name of Jesus. It's a matter of understanding. When people don't understand, they keep on judging those who are working in it. They attack them, they abuse them. Instead of you to come to terms with your ignorance and go ask God, help me. I'm not joking. I told him some secret. He was just looking at me. I said, yeah. I told him something. He said, really? I said, yeah. There is nothing I need in my life. At that point, God gives me. And one thing God has saved me from covetousness. I don't know how to. I don't know how to do it. There is nothing I have I cannot share. Believe you me. <laughs> there is always a rest. There is always a rest. What I'm saying is that there is always a door to your rest. It is the covenant. It's got nothing to do with where you were born or who gave birth to you or what you have suffered in the past. What is important is now you are a child of God. That's what is important. And let me say this quickly to you. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. Pulling down what? Uh-huh. Casting down what? Uh-huh. And every what? More contemporary tradition, casting down or shifting and changing mindsets. I looked at this, I said, how? See, how did Jesus do it? Because that will help me. And I really want to show you something now, quickly. God help me. From the time he was baptized, when he was coming out of the water, please listen attentively. It's always been. But something started, was, um, started, I mean, started to be made manifest. He was coming out of the waters. He was praying. The Bible said the heaven was opened, remember? Come on, Luke chapter 3. The heaven was opened and in a bodily form. Listen. What happened in the bodily form? That is physically, physically. That's what it means in the bodily form. The Holy Ghost descended. He didn't have to. The things of faith, we don't need to feel or to see or touch. But when God wants to convince you, he will affect you in the physical. And that's how you understand. See, wait, wait, wait. How much, how much, how much, how much, how much, how much, how much education, Christian education, how much, um, yeah, that's the only way I can put it. Uh, do they have, do unbelievers have, when they come and they hear and they get convinced, Something happened to them physically, spiritually, physically, or physically, spiritually. They could see the difference. They could, 
they could feel that's why they are. So don't let us don't let us box God. Bodily came down, and then what happened? Then they heard the voice. What is the voice in Luke account? Say, You are come on, church, listen to me. You are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. You are. Are you here with me? Then the next thing we read in the Bible, the Bible said he came out of the water, and what happened? He was what? I can't hear you. Come on, help me, help me, help me. He was led. In the book of, in, in the Romans chapter 8 that we read, some five verses before verse 12, he said, Glory be to God in the highest. I said, Glory be to God in the highest. Verse 14, for as many as are what? I can't hear you. As many as are what? As many as are what? I'm trying by the grace of God to help us with this believing and unbelieving thing. As many as are what? They are what? It is those who are led that are the son. And you see the argument in chapter 18. He said, you are, he said, you are not of the world because the spirit of God was inside of you. So, and the argument here is this. From chapter 7, Paul was arguing. Is it possible? Because what I want to do, I don't do what I don't do. I don't. And that was how he got into eight. And I said, there's no condemnation for me. I'm in Christ anyway. Then he says some things there. See the lead there. Come on. You see the lead there? You discover that this lead leads into struggles in chapter 8. You see how? Glory be to God in the highest. For as much as I said, yes. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are, even the Holy Ghost is bearing witness. We are, we are, we are. Okay? And if children, we are here, yes, and joint here with Christ. If indeed we what? Suffer. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. So why will he bring suffering there? When Jesus was led, he was led where? Why? Clearly up for himself to be tested and tempted. Is somebody hearing me? I was reading Jacob's comment here. He said, this child of God will be led by the spirit. And the devil will do everything that he can to attack you. And in the midst of that, the spirit inside of you. Say, if you have that spirit inside of you, he does what? He gives life to what? Your flesh. You can never remain a debtor to flesh. So it's what your flesh wants that you do. You are not in bondage to your flesh. You have the spirit of God inside of you. And when I say bondage to flesh, whether it's sin, whether it's lust, whether it's sickness, whether it's fear, whether it's failure, you are not in bondage. You don't owe them nothing. You are a child. And it's by covenant. You know how they put it here? I read it there. I read from so many other people's comment. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? But see, Jesus, he was led. When he got there, what did he do? Oh, he sat down and said, yes, I'm the son. Say, if you are the son. If you are the son. If the devil could whack you off from your knowledge and understanding of your sonship, he will whip you.
So God didn't say it for decoration. You are my son. And that's why I showed you all the scriptures. If you are born again, you are a son. You are a son. You are a covenant child of God. You cannot be defeated by the lies of the devil. So how did Jesus do it? 65 times in the Synoptic Gospels. My father, father, my father, my father. Book of John, over 100 times. So whilst he walked the earth, it was always my father, my father, father, father. He never called him God. I said, covenant. The only place he called him God was on the cross when he took on your sin and my sin. And God moved back. He said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But thereafter, he said, my father, mark account, my father, unto your hand, I commit my spirit. It was a covenant between God and Jesus. He will walk the earth with covenant mentality. You know, now I understand something. That the Jew will say, Daddy. I say, what's wrong with this man? <laughs> now I notice what is right with this man. He will share some testimonies with us. I will say, is it possible? But I know he never tells lies. And I think, wow. This man is not normal. Of course he's not normal. God doesn't expect you and I to be normal. Follow me closely. At the tomb of Lazarus, guess what he said? Father, I know you've heard me. After I told them, he had wept with them. He said, they rolled the stone away. He turned away. This is personal. Father, I know you have heard me. Because you always hear me anyway. I thank you. Lazarus! Do you know that apart from when they say teach us how to pray, he never said our father. No. He said, when you pray, you say, our Father. But any time you will refer to God as our Father, you say, my Father and your Father. It's a personal thing. I've said that to say this. He said, you have not received the spirit of fear, a bondage again to fear, but of what? But the spirit of what? Adoption. By which what? We cry. Our Abba Father. Abba is passionate, intimate, personal. God is our Father, all of us. That's generic, that's general. We are talking covenant, personal. But do you know that for that, time will not permit me. John chapter 8, they fought him. The Bible says, in the Hebrews that we read in chapter 4, it said they didn't mix it with faith. Why? They didn't enter because what? Unbelief. Right? 
That he said, faith is the substance, the level. It's still liberal. It's the evidence, yeah? He now gives a catalog of all those who lived by faith. Though they were in this season, they lived, but they lived, like you heard, outside the season. Because I always ask myself, I've said this several times, I say, how did God choose Abraham? It's grace! And Tabby put it right. He said he lived outside the law. He lived by grace outside the law. A number of them. And they achieved. But guess what? The Bible now says that the achievement is not complete until you and I achieve. It now says, not that we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Come on. Let us do what? Lay aside. So we can never believe the fact that we are doing things in the flesh. And let us run, what? With endurance. The race that is set. Looking unto. That's why I'm talking about Jesus now. Who is the author and the finisher? Hear me. In this journey of faith, in this walk, this covenant walk, in the name of I know you will finish well in the name of Jesus. I know in the name of Jesus. That's my conviction. It's not because I'm looking for what to preach. I want to jump before you. I'm on a mission. I know where God has brought me from. And I know where he's still taking me. In the name of Jesus. I know. So he says, I should look at the author and the finisher. I look at what look. He says, it's Afarao. Looking away from everything and giving your attention to him. You know, I was looking at that. In Luke chapter 11, verse 28, he said, come unto me, you will live and I will give you rest. How will he give you rest? He said, I will give you my yoke. Covenant. He said, learn from me. I like the message version. He said, understand me, follow me, watch me. You will come out like I am. You, even you, you, yes, you, I mean you, yes. Whether it's Romans chapter 8 or Galatians chapter 4. When the spirit of adoption is mentioned, he doesn't, he doesn't whisper. When he sends him into you, he doesn't get into you to whisper. He doesn't get into you to speak like a gentleman. He cries out. From inside, I say, you roars. Check the strongs. I'm a child of God. Why? Because the contest is over that. Like I said, John 8, the argument with Jesus, the fight. Of course, Hebrews chapter 12 says, ah, see, the, see what is offered. Hostilities. See what is offered. Why? Can I shock you? Go check when he was standing before you. Finally, what they could condemn him. They said, are you the Christ? He said, after a while, I said, yeah, he said so. Are you then saying that you are the son of God? He said, yes, very well. They said, what else? What other proof do we need? Crucify him. That was it. You think the devil is happy that you are coming to the revelation of that? I'm a child of God. Are you saying I'm a child of God because you are singing this in fountain? Or because it's your covenant with God? 
And because of that, there is no fear of tomorrow anymore. In the name of Jesus. There is no fear of failure. There is no fear of death. There is no fear of sickness. There is no fear of lack. Because he provides for lack. He says your father knows what to need before you even have the need. Say before you ask him, he answers you. He's your father. Can you see? Go home and study the fatherhood of God and the sonship of man. Go check it. And that's why when you see people who have a revelation in this area, their light just explodes. I feel the fire. And I've been asking God for grace. And I sense we are there. Right now. Who says not see it when God has not spoken? Even let us into the secret. He says, Everything you see me do is what I see him do. What I hear. We are in, we are, it's a relationship. Three is a crowd. Jesus, son by nature. I am son by adoption. Acquiring his nature. So I become a partaker of his divine nature. You know how Paul put it? Uh, Paul, before I explain it, he said, You are engrafted. I checked, the, I checked some things in it. When you engraft a branch on a tree, it will produce. It drives, it drives life from the tree. I said, Does it happen with human beings? Do you know that if you adopt a child and you've never married before and you've never conceived before. You never lacked it before. You adopt a child and the child needs milk and you begin to put the child on your breast feeding. You will lactate. You will feed the child from your own breast. And yet you will never have conceived in your life. You are not pregnant and God will make this body to we are engrafted. The life of God flows in I'm talking covenant. What we ask from God to help us is understanding. I close with this. Paul in Ephesians. Well, yeah. Just on my way there. When Magdalene said, Hey! He said, Shh! Don't touch me! I'm yet to ascend to my father and your father. My God and your God. He didn't say our Father. When Paul we pray that God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ we grant unto you a revelation in the knowledge of him. So that I feel the fire. The eyes of your own personal understanding will be enlightened. You know, I watch what Jesus taught on fatherhood, the prodigal son. Hear how he put it. He said, when he came to himself, he said, I will arise and go to my father. I have a father! It's a conviction that must be personal. Personal. 
And that's the devil will fight all through, but that's where you're going to win. In the name of Jesus. So when he stares you in the face, when it looks like you are being conquered, when he says, I am a child of God by covenant, shall we rise? We're rising on this scripture. You are of God. Little children. And you have overcome them. Why? Because you are of Can you see it? Simple. If that conviction can be born in you, if you can run with that mentality. And you know why the battle is in the mind? The mindset that says you cannot. You back. He said, casting down every argument. What's the argument? Are you the son? If you are the son, that's the argument. I am the son of God. I am the child of God. Cast down the argument. See God move and manifest in your physical. I want you to lift up your hands. Talk to God. Declare who you are. Standing your identity and see sickness bow in the name of Jesus. Say the devil flee in terror in the name of Jesus. He says it is my father's desire, great desire that you bear fruits and that your fruits will remain. Every barrenness begin to give way in the name of Jesus. Every shame, every condemnation, I say begin to give way. In the name of Jesus, the fear of wrong choices begin to give way. In the name of Jesus, I am led. I'm a child of God. The Spirit of God dwells inside of me. Glory be to God in the highest. Hebrews 13:20. The God of peace that brought Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. The covenant will perfect and make you capable and fit for every good work that God has ordained that you will do in the name of Jesus. I see a glorious future. I see a winner. I see a child of God. I see an overcomer in the name of Jesus. Overcomer in all things in the name of Jesus. Yes, I can hear you declare, declare, declare. You are surrounded with favor. You are a child of God. You, Jesus Christ is meant to be his wisdom. I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. I am a child of God. He has chosen Ephesians 1. Love has called my You are a child of God. I've been born again. To your family. You are a child of God. I'm no longer a slave. No more 
We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.